Welcome back to Steely and Olivia. Welcome back to <laughs> Steely and Olivia oh on my goodness. podcast. On the Sub Pro. We're not singers. Have you noticed? We're trying to make this as least awkward as possible. We're getting our intros down for sure. So this is our third episode. <laughs> Olivia and Steely. <laughs> on the podcast. I'm dead. Okay, we need to not. <laughs> the best singer, by the way. The best. All right, so what are we talking about today? Hey, so one thing I want to talk about is what or how often do we not follow what we preach? Do we not walk the walk? We don't, we just talk the talk. We're going there today? Oh yeah, we're diving deep, diving right right in. Anyways, we're both perfect though, so podcast over. Goodbye. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, mess up? What's that? What's a mess up? Just kidding. Um, One thing that I preach to my clients constantly is hydration and drinking water and I just think I mean it's it shouldn't I shouldn't even have to explain to you why drinking water is important but But we will but you know what I don't do in my free time is drink enough water I'm the worst okay yeah why why is I think I've had a total of four ounces today and it's like 4 p.m wow that's really bad do you carry a gallon with you? I do, and then sometimes I forget to bring my gallon. Like, I know in our first episode, I had my gallon sitting on the table, <laughs> and now we're on episode three, and I good don't even know where that thing is right now. I have water with me. Wow. Great. I think that's a really good tip that I would do is, honestly, I carry my gallon around, my mm-hmm. one gallon a day, and that way, it's annoying. That way, <laughs> the more you drink, the lighter that thing is, and it's bulky. It's like another purse. I literally am so bad that I just would rather carry around a gallon than drink my water. <laughs> so you'd carry around, like, a, what is it, yeah. like five pounds? Yeah, I'd rather carry around a five-pound freaking gallon everywhere I go. It's so bad. Like, why am I like this? And yet, I'm yelling at my clients, like, drink your water, guys. What the heck? Your organs should be functioning well. Well, here, okay, so let's give some tips out to people who might be struggling with water intake such as myself yes i would say one glue it to your hand yeah okay super glue you need it to stick to your hand so that way you'll want to drink it more oh my god like that game edward 40 hands in college where you would duct tape a 40 ounce to your hand and then chug it do that with water you guys we went to different colleges for sure shoot I'm embarrassed i don't know anything about that i had a friend who used to play edward 40 hands with chocolate milk you could get, you could do that with water and Ew. you'd be well hydrated. That's so gross. <laughs> you had to drink two 40 ounce chocolate milks. <laughs> I remember when the, anyways, okay. <laughs> Milk. I would say also like adding flavor. So what are some good flavors that you would add to water? You know what? That always works for me. I have to say that always works. I always like drop in those like Mio things. Amino? It was like, no, like, little oh, like Mio, you know, those are like so good and they're zero calories and they make your water taste like fruit. It's delicious. I always tell my clients to put cucumber or mint. I never do it though. But I know. I, but when I have it, tasted it, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I would do this all the time. Right. I'm just not that homie to make it myself. Homie. <laughs> so I would definitely add some like natural flavors to it. Yeah. Spice it up. Mint leaf is good. Do you know that there, I actually found a, uh article i should probably analyze this article after but that coffee still like black coffee still hydrates you more than it dehydrates you so i count my americanos as water nowadays and i am thriving off of that since research shows it i'll let that one go because i don't think that but research (laughs) definitely proved me wrong on that one research shows that steely should let me have this win (laughs) (laughs) done ding 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 round one what's something that you preach to your clients that you don't 
do regularly. I always say when you're out and about like for dinner at restaurants, at least have a protein source and vegetables and stick to fish Mm -hmm. because it typically is lower calorie than like the chickens or the steaks that they're cooking. Mm -hmm. I rarely do that. Really? I do. Stop. Like if I go, I don't even go out to eat that often, but. I know, neither do I. Like in a relationship or with friends, I feel like we'll go out and I'm like, hmm, it's a treat. Mm, And I tell my clients (laughs) all the time. Don't eat the carbs at the restaurant. Like, just stay away from it. I've yet to, like, gone there and just ordered a piece of salmon and vegetables. Like I tell my clients. So when they do it, I'm honestly proud of them. You're like, wow, I've never done that. I can't do that. So I was like, I am so proud of you, girl. Or way to get it. You know, like, you got this. Right. It's difficult. Oh, that's so funny. I know. It's tempting. I know. I know. The chips. Because you go out to eat and you're like, oh my God, this all sounds so good. I just want one of everything. Oh, okay. Cheesecake Factory bread. Can we talk about that? Real quick. Steely and I went to Cheesecake Factory (laughs) probably three weeks ago. And I'm telling all our deep, dark secrets here. That's what this episode is about. (laughs) I'm going to name it The Dark Secrets of Olivia and Steely. No. We're supposed to come off perfect all the time. Mm. False. I was unaware of that. What's a, what's another one that you do? Oh God, now I can't stop thinking about Cheesecake Factory bread. Well, okay, what's something that we do right? What's like you know when people Let's not are talk like about the wrong? Well, I think that we should also, like I tell my clients, celebrate the wins as well as critique your losses. You right. know what I'm saying? It's a balance. But something that I think that people don't or have a hard time visualizing the life <laughs> that I live as a trainer, like. I'm not, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here today, but yeah, like, right. B- you're right. You're right. That's all I ever do. <laughs> okay. I'm the best. Okay. <laughs> but one thing I really do is actually, um, prep my meals out. I do. I, I prep out every single meal, at least four days in advance. And that, yes, it takes time. And yes, that takes planning ahead and dedication, but that is the easiest way for me as I live my life to keep it, keep track of my food, keep in line with my goals and follow my coach's meal plan. If I don't prepare, I don't do it. And that is one thing that I tell my clients about. I mean, probably every single day, every single check-in that, I mean, I actually live that out and it has made the most difference for me, um, in regards to my fitness and my health. And most of my progress happens when I, plan my meals out ahead and back to the restaurant thing that we were saying joking around about earlier when I do go to a restaurant what I will actually do is look at the menu ahead of time and um plan my meal that way so I'll look and I'll see okay like what does my day look like you know if I go to this restaurant and eat this I mean you know I definitely accept it as a cheat meal but I definitely plan ahead it's just better I'll mentally prepare I'll you know you know plan out my macros ahead and make sure it doesn't stress me out in that way. But that is definitely one thing I'm good at, you know, is <laughs> planning my meals ahead. It's actually kind of an OCD thing with me. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Thursday's meal isn't made yet. Let's go. Like get it done. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Like they say, fail to prepare. Right. 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 It's, um, it's definitely important. And I know you're really good at that too. I've seen you literally bring your meals to the gym as you train your clients. <laughs> it's awesome. I am one who's been doing the meal prepping for a while now. I think right. I say, 10, 11 years now I've done it. I almost don't know how to eat normally. I don't either. Like I have my six ounces of chicken. I am to the point now where I can look at a chicken breast, cut it in six ounces. I don't need a scale. Okay, I, I am not that good. I do test it, but I'm right, pretty good. Right, right. You're like, 
Oh, wait, hold on. I'm, a, I'm in a physics class right now. I'm about to drop some physics on you guys because the level of Steely's uncertainty is zero. What up? Here we go. She's so good. I'm going to fail that test. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would definitely say, though, that does help me in my progress as well. I say my lucky number is three. And I, if I stick to something for three days, I typically do it. I totally agree with that. I've never thought of it in that way. But there's a, there's a um, kind of like a mental game goes on when you get off your meal plan for a day or so. It is hard to get back mm-hmm. on. And it is about – it's about f- – Two or three days for me, if I can stick to it for two or three days, I'm like, all right, I'm in the swing of things. I'm focused. Let's go. You know, and that's why I think I plan things out four days in advance at a time Mm -hmm. is because I'm like, you know what? The next four days are are set in stone. I'm good. I'll stick to my food. I'll eat what I'm supposed to eat. And the results show. I mean, it happens, you guys. It's it's awesome. I also use the the three for working out as well. I normally tell my clients, and I believe this to my soul because my very first coach ever told me this and it just stuck with me. <laughs> it's like never go at least three days without working out. Really? I've just always done that. Like worst case, you get two days off, huh. try to get back in the gym by three days. That's a good point. That's something that I've always done. And I was actually having a conversation with someone yesterday and they were saying, you know, I was, I was going through some stress or something. And I, I said, you know, I just made myself go to the gym. Most people probably would have said, you know, take it off, da, da, da. but I feel that with me being in the gym for the last 10 years, I don't really need the motivation anymore. Right. It's it, motivation only lasts so long. It's about dedication. Like I know you're dedicated it's to a, your, your sport and your game. Yeah. You're like, you know what? This is my life. It's not just like what I want to do or don't want to do. This is like, this is how I live my life. I, I do <laughs> tell my clients that I, a lot of times I ask my client, even if you're having a bad day, Let's say you woke up literally on the wrong side of bed and your knee's killing you or something. Show up. Just show up with me and we will do something to make you feel at least better. And I always tell them, you are always going to be better walking out of the gym than you were in the gym. The fact that you even went to the gym, good for you. Right. I mean, that's totally true. When I was on, I I know we were going to try to keep off prep for the majority of this podcast, but because not a lot of people can, not everyone can relate to prep and we get that. So we try to make it just you know, relatable for everyone. But when I was on prep, it was a, it was a uh, rough mental game going to the gym after I trained all my clients that day. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can say, yeah. And I can say with full <sighs> conviction that there wasn't a single day that I went to the gym and regretted going. You never, yeah. You like never, during, yeah. yeah. During, def- oh, <laughs> during, I regret my whole life. After, after. <laughs> But afterwards, it, there was not a single day that went by that I didn't feel good at, that I went. It was like, you know, I always didn't want to go or, I did, you know, I don't want to do an hour of cardio today. I don't want to go lift weights when I have zero to no energy. It's just like I went, I did it. It might have not been my best workout ever, but I was so glad I had gone. And it kind of renews your faith in yourself and you're able to trust yourself when you show up for yourself. You know, it's like if, if you're not going to, who is? Right. I mean, besides me, I always show up for you, but I think another thing that I do, I do say this a lot. I find myself repeating myself. Um, so it must be either they're not listening or I'm telling a <laughs> bunch of people, but I feel like if you don't, let's say you go to the, you have a bad day at work or you forgot your shoes to go to the gym, like something you forgot at the gym or that to go to the gym. Let's say you end up going to the gym or you feel like, well, I could just go home. You know, I could mm-hmm. just go home. It'd be so much easier. I had a long day. It's, it's been stressful. If you, I promise you, if you go to the gym on the day that you're telling yourself that, 
the next time that something like that happens to you, you're going to think back to that same situation. And, and you're either going to think, well, I went home last time, so I could probably do the same. Or, you know, I wanted to go home last time, but I'm going to go again. Yep. And that's how habits are broken. Mm-hmm. Habits, breaking habits is hard. Bad habits, yeah. Right. I'm like, I think that's why I struggle with the water so much. It's just because I don't get in the habit of it, you know? I honestly, like, I think the reason why I stick to it is because when you are 100% on your your diet, whether your coach gave it to you or that you've made for yourself, I personally see results, like, day and night. Oh, my gosh. Insane. You feel I so feel good. like yeah. when you don't get your water, you're going to retain some water, especially mm-hmm. if you're more lean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you, you know... What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we're squirrels. But no, you're saying that you feel good. Yeah, I, I honestly, it's to the, it's the science at one point where whatever you're adding to your body, it's going to show. Right. You definitely see it. I mean, day in, day out. And it's kind of like the results keep you on top of it. Absolutely. You know? you know, even if you're in a maintenance phase, you know, it's like, okay, I feel good. Maintenance is great. Maintenance is such a good phase to be in. Can we, like, oh my gosh, I love being in maintenance. But it's like, you know, maintenance is all about consistency. And when you're not consistent, you're not maintenance. And that's how just, that's just how it goes. I honestly struggle with that a lot myself. Yeah. With my diets and my prep, I go so extreme on the prep mode that my real life mode, I've probably had more prep mode than mm. real life mode in the last 10 years. I believe that. And so it's kind of hard for me to honestly have a maintain. I am unfortunately one that doesn't stick to the diet. When you're, ma- either, when you're maintenance. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do what I want. Yeah. And it doesn't work. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's a lot harder to get back into shape. Age is starting to become a factor. Stop. I'm dead. You're literally 30. Like, stop it. But I'm not 22. It makes you're a right. difference. You're it right. makes a huge difference. I know. Well... I feel like that's another thing maybe that you preach to your clients, but you don't necessarily like follow 100% is the maintenance diet, you know? A lot of clients of mine are on a great day-to-day life kind of balance, Mm -hmm. you know, and I actually admire them for that because Mm -hmm. they've taken the tools that I've given them and they have found their own balance. Right. It's like I know what to do. Right. But sometimes I don't follow that. Right. I feel like that's like almost worse when you know what the answer is, but you choose not. <laughs> I'm all, oh, I feel bloated today. Maybe it's the fact that I went to Cheesecake Factory with Steely last week and dr- haven't drank in water since. But I don't know why I'm bloated. <laughs> right. I'll just like salt my foods and down some water. Like Salt I, my food and down some water. Lucky you know for me, yeah. my body, it takes me about three weeks mm-hmm. to get back into it. If really? I like off the wagon. Right, right, right. Like that's f- about it. Full spiral mode. Yeah. Yeah. Some other things that I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm, like I said, I'm good at getting myself to the gym. You know, if I don't want to go, I just go anyway, and then I feel great. But I know that doesn't happen for some people, and I feel, you know, like, there are definitely some things you can do. Like, if you go to the gym and you don't feel great, or you go and you just want to, like, lay there, like, try to have a mental health day. Like, honestly, take it and, like, reflect on why you're feeling that way. Always go back to the root of the issue, you know? It's like, why am I feeling not driven why am I feeling like I don't want to be dedicated to my fitness anymore it's kind of like maybe there's something more important in your life going on right now that you aren't taking care of or maybe there's an unhealthy relationship in the way that you need to drop out of you know I'm, I feel like relationships have a lot to do with people's progress mm-hmm. and it is it is incredible when I have clients who 
I mean, it's like, it's almost like I can tell when they're going through something, you know, based on their progress and based on how closely they've been following, um, their plan. And I think that that's kind of what I was originally trying to say with this whole point is that some, another thing I'm actually good at that I preach is keeping your fitness and your relationships separate is crucial to progress because, you know, if I, um, have like a tip with a friend or a boyfriend or, you know, my family or whatever. How do you cope? You know, I don't just like not go to the gym and eat donuts. I mean, occasionally sometimes I do that, but it's like, I know I'm going to go anyway. You know, this, my fitness program and my, my health and my confidence has nothing to do with this other issue I'm having. And oftentimes it helps you clear your head so you can manage those things better. And I think it's like a really safe space, at least for me to kind of go and just be, with myself, with my thoughts, and focus on me for a little bit. And I think that's something I try to teach my clients, at least. I don't know about you. Are you an emotional eater? I am, actually. Yeah. I don't I don't think – I think I am by nature. I'm not by practice. So I don't choose okay. to emotionally eat anymore. But if I wasn't in control of my thoughts and actions, absolutely. That's absolutely, in, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Right. I, I don't know that I would say I'm emotional. I don't think that I've had a healthy relationship with food in a long time. Right. And again, that goes back to my prep. I've just kind of lived this life. And I feel like if you're not perfect, mm-hmm. how can that be? And that image is also stuck in my head, embedded. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not ripped in a six-pack and photo shoot ready, like what What are you doing? With <laughs> what fitness? even is your point? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, just this year, I think this was the first photo shoot that Olivia and I did where I didn't have a six-pack. Wow. That was hard. Good for you. It was really hard for me because I wasn't perfect. Yes, you were. I didn't. Well, you know, I, to me, I wasn't like. No, I feel. I, I, get I didn't you have saying. shredded abs. Yeah. I didn't have you know the extensions and the makeup. And I, just, <laughs> I kind of purposely was like, you know what, Celia, just go in there and just show them you. And like, this is your day to day. And for once, I actually have a picture that looks like me. Right. That can last for probably another six months. I remember I you saying that to me. I remember you guys, Steely, seriously. Like, a couple months ago, she was like, every photo shoot, I look like a different person, and I don't have one that looks like me. I and I, I can't share it. I love that, that you have photos that look like you now. Like, accurate, real you. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Like, even my clients, they'll see pictures of me, and they'll be like, wow, that that's you? They don't even know wow. it's me. And I say, you know, yeah, it's extreme. Like, this is a persona I put on almost. I almost, like, put on, like, a mask. I love it. Like, right. dress up. Right, right, right. It is kind of like dress up, like show prep is. Absolutely. Yeah. But it does make regular life hard. And I think that especially coming off of a prep or, a, you know, coming off of an extreme diet, like if you're dieting down for, you know, an event or a specific thing, um, I think it's hard to go back to normalcy. You know, I almost crave being normal after prep and things like that. But it's a huge letdown. I, I know. Feel like. I know. It's so interesting, like emotionally, and it's it's a lot to get used to. But I think that being a trainer kind of helps that because kind of like, I mean, what this original question was about, I feel like the more that I tell my clients, you know, tips and what to do and give them programs, I'm almost like telling it to myself, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm like, drink water, you dehydrated queen. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I should probably say that to me. What am I doing over here? Yelling yeah. at Linda for not drinking water, yeah. yet I haven't seen water in years. <laughs> Reflection right It's a there. little dramatic, but Absolutely. I know. It's kind of that whole another pro of being a trainer, I guess. We love it. 
everyone struggles one way or another. So I think that's kind of what we wanted to point out today right. was including your coaches. You we know, struggle. We're I know you think we're perfect. We think we're perfect. So professional. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> but we want you guys to know that we struggle too and we have a lot of clients who come to us for those kinds of things and we've been through it so that's why mm-hmm. we're able to say these things to you even though we're not perfect we've been there we know how hard it is to stick to our water we know how hard it is to you know not go to that social event you know i always tell my clients why are you going to dinner tonight is it to talk to the person or is it to eat the food oh that is so smart it's, wow. It's, <laughs> I just feel like you convicted me. I'm like, oh, God. They usually say, well, I'm going, you know, to meet an old friend. I said, okay, so you don't need to eat. Boom. You really don't. You can eat before. Or you can talk to your old friend. It might seem weird and they're not going to understand. But worst case, you can just be like, I'm, I'm full from my meal earlier. Mm-hmm. Have some diet soda and call it good. Right. How? In- that's a really good piece of advice. It's a good note to end on. Right. Right. <laughs> my gosh you guys so hopefully you listened the whole way to get the point because i just got this golden (laughs) nugget of steely's wisdom and i'm literally shook it right now i'm like i'm gonna keep that in my brain forever right i love that love that (sighs) thanks for joining another so pro podcast you guys now that olivia's convicted and steely's like Haha. Ha. Julie and Olivia on oh, the podcast. Here we go. Okay. On the podcast. I promise I'll never sing again for you guys. I know that was the worst. I'll we, sing. Steely's a much better singer <laughs> than I like, am. No. You're like, please stop. I'm blocking this. All right. Tune in for episode four. Four. Next week. Oh, hey, another thing with Anchor, you guys. No, I have another point. Wait, wait, wait. Another thing with Anchor is that if you guys get the Anchor app, you guys can actually go in there and send us questions. You guys can leave us. This is important. Yeah. (laughs) Steely's like, Olivia, shut up. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. This is great. (laughs) Here's my nugget of information. We already said bye. No, I know. But like, we say bye four times each episode anyway. (laughs) They love us. Okay. Please pay attention to this. This is a good point. Leave us messages. We'll talk about it. We'll get back to you. We can make podcasts based on what you guys want to talk about. Even if you guys like have, I mean, we're pretty much open books. Like if you guys have like embarrassing stuff you want to ask us, do it. The worst we can do is ignore you. (laughs) Well, we won't. (laughs) We might. But leave us messages. We love you. Adios. Bye. Bye.